0: Welcome to Seeking Culture. I'm your host, Sabrina. Oh my gosh. It's been a couple of weeks, you guys. So sorry. I got really, really sick. And I just had to suffer through it. But I'm back now. It's amazing what can happen when you get a couple of shots, a pack, and get your ears unclogged. I mean, I was in a really bad way to go. <laughs> but I survived it. I hope everybody out there is doing well um i was asked if i had prepared a show for you guys today and i told the powers that be to suck it that it was my first show back and i was going to talk about whatever i wanted so i hope you uh went out and did your early voting i know i did everybody was just all over everybody else calling all these phone calls the auto dialer i don't know about you guys but that wow I'm sure whoever came up with that idea was a genius, but being on the receiving end of all those phone calls, they wanna know if you're Republican, if you're Democrat, and then they're pretty invasive, they're intrusive with their questions. They wanna know where you're sitting, you know, on a subject, on a topic, you know, which way you're gonna vote, and I get it. But you know what, at the end of the day, it's just you in that poll. So I don't understand, you know, why It's so important to gauge it i mean at the end of the day it's going to be what it is so i'm sure a lot of you are waiting for the voting day if you were smart like me and all of my friends you went to early voting and you got your business taken care of if not i guess you're going to have to wait in a long line to tell people how you feel about things and to make your voices heard and i don't know sometimes people think that voting doesn't make a difference but i believe it does And i think you should go out there and do your civic duty and make sure that your voice is heard so let me see i'm looking around here (laughs) you know it's really funny this is a uh, a very conservative radio station so i could just let you envision how whacked out the people are here because i'm kind of like i don't know an esoteric an esoteric thinker you know i'm like really like love and peace and joy and you know i like doing yoga and i'm into meditation and all that stuff and these guys they're just a bunch of suits just looking at me like who let her on the show but you know they gave me a platform so i'm gonna go ahead and use it for as long as they let me huh let's see what would i like to talk about today hmm Mm, i think i'd like to talk about Well, travel. Let's talk about travel. When was the last time you went on a trip? When was the last time you decided you deserved to get out of Dodge, get out of your town, and just go see the world? Maybe it doesn't even have to be the world at large. Maybe it could just be two states over. I recently went on a trip with a friend nothing romantic strictly platonic and it was i'm gonna say it it was kind of a shitty trip i um from my perspective i really feel like you have to be careful who you decide to travel with especially if it's long distance. If it's like a short range trip, you know, not too far away and not for too long of a time, then things will be okay. But if you decide to go away for any length of time to a distant, far off place, you need to know who you're traveling with. Um, Because you really start to see each other's true colors. So I'm going to be, be pretty balanced here In how I judge it But the thing is is I don't know I just feel like There were so many opportunities When I could have been laughing And laughing And instead I was just Aggravated And just irritated And so I one time ex- Was explaining to somebody You know it really doesn't matter What you're doing As long as you're with the right person Who has the right attitude And you could be seeing some of the most beautiful sights in the world. But if you are saddled with somebody who just has a negative viewpoint of the world and everything's more, you know, like the glass is less than half full kind of an attitude, uh, that just, that just blows. And it really ends up just, I don't know, just like making everything seem that much more depressing. So I went to Europe. And, uh, I was gone for 10 days. And like I said, I went with a friend and the pre-planning was a lot of fun. A lot of it was, um, you know, it was just the normal logistics, you know, um, making plans to land in London first and then go to, uh, Paris and then stay there for a few days and then head over to, um, the South of France. And then back to Paris And then back to London And it's so I don't know I don't even want to tell you Because I'm sure you've been there Where you've traveled with somebody And they just end up being Not as fun of a person As you thought that they were going to be Or maybe that they weren't They weren't appreciating things As much as you thought that they should (laughs) Especially if it's their first time Seeing something So I don't know. I want you to think about that. Think about a trip that you went on with someone that you thought it would be, you know, a wonderful, you know, a wonderful opportunity to really just enjoy yourself. And then all of a sudden it it turned out to be not so great. So we landed in London. And of course, you know, everybody's got jet lag when you land in a foreign country. And so the first argument was about whether we should be walking or whether we should take one of those tour bus um, dealios. And I said we should do the tour bus thing because I knew that we were going to be super uh, you know, tired, but at least this would be an opportunity. It would give us an opportunity to see the sights. So that was the first argument. The friend was contrary to the idea, but then at the end, when the friend was passing out from exhaustion on the tour bus, it didn't seem like it was such a bad (laughs) idea, especially because every now and then he'd wake up and he'd start taking pictures of stuff and then he'd go back to sleep. But I mean, how annoying is that? It's like, Why does it have to be so difficult? And then, when we landed in Paris, the next argument was um walking." So I mean, you can't take a cab everywhere, you can't take a bus everywhere. sometimes you just gotta hoof it, and you just gotta enjoy yourself. You just got to let things be what they are. And so I figured it would be a great way to, you know, feel like we were really experiencing Paris by walking. And we started walking along the Seine. We saw lots of different things. The Eiffel Tower, Tuileries Gardens. We made it all the way over to Notre Dame. And it was a really, you know, I thought it was a beautiful day. Everybody was out. They had vendors on the side of the road. So you can get uh, chocolat chocolate au pain, which is like this wonderful uh, French dessert, chocolate dessert. And it was just, I don't know, just what I thought was a spectacular day. This friend decided that it wasn't such a great day and everything was negative. The feet hurt. He was sunburned. He was tired. It was too far. And at the end of this trip, what it came down to was that we had two totally different ideas of how we would have done it. Like, I'm the kind of person who, when I travel, I hit the ground running, and I just don't stop because I figure it's my vacation. Uh, I've waited a long time to enjoy it, and I'm going to maximize the experience. Uh, My friend, on the other hand, had this idea that he would prefer to pick one thing to see in the morning and one thing to see at night, and then go back to where we were staying and just hang out. None of which sounded fun to me. Now, at the end, of course, of this trip, the friend was saying things like, well, I'm really glad that I got to see everything that I got to see, but I didn't really feel like I got to live there because I was running all over the place. And I was so disappointed. Uh, But you know what? At the end of the day, we are all who we are. Uh, Will I travel long distance with this friend again? I got to be honest with you and say no. No probably not actually no not probably I know I will not because you know you have some of those friends where you're the cattle prod in the relationship and you motivate them to do things and unless you're doing that they're not doing nothing and quite frankly I'm kind of tired of being the impetus for somebody to get up off their ass and go live their life so I hope he's listening So I don't know if you think that's too harsh, but you know, everybody gets to that point in their friendships where, you know, you really have to think about what the other person's bringing to the table. You know, I know that in my situation, I've been a really good friend and I've tried to do everything that I can in terms of, you know, being supportive and caring and helping, you know, and being helpful. And it's really, you know, it's like an honest viewpoint. You have to turn around and and say, you know, like quid pro quo, like what, what are you bringing to the table? And sometimes I just wonder, you know, and I don't think it's bad to actually reexamine friendships, or even family relationships, you know, I mean, you really have to Pay attention to what's going on in your life. And I remember this quote, and I don't remember who said it, but the quote starts off with um, loyalty and is, is an obligation to a past that simply doesn't care. Now, if you could figure out who came up with that quote, who wrote that, let me know, because that particular quote to me is very powerful. You know, there are so many things that we stick to just because we feel obligated. Just because we feel obligated. And you know what? At the point that I'm at right now, I don't really think that being obligated and feeling obligated are really that good of a reason to do something anymore. I mean, it's got to pay off in some way. You know? And this same friend Shared with me one time not too long ago that he kind of feels like when things don't work out in a friendship, or if someone's mad at him, or if something's going wrong at work, he always says to himself, Well, it really has more to do with you than it does with me. And you know what? To me, I think that's a person who's showing a lack of accountability. Because if you make yourself 100% responsible for all of your relationships and you ask the other people in the relationship to do the same, then everybody ends up a winner. But if you're too ready to turn around and point the finger at somebody else and say, well, you're the reason why I didn't lose weight. You're the reason why I didn't get that job. You're the reason why I didn't you know, make the most of myself. You're the reason why I didn't do this or that or the other. I just think that that kind of is a lack of accountability. This is one life you got. And like Cher likes to say, it is not a dress rehearsal. This is it. This is as good as it gets. And if it's not as good as you think it should have gotten, then you've got nobody to blame but yourself. So you need to get out there and make the most of it. Do what you can. Do what you want. And enjoy it. Because pretty soon... It will all be over and you'll have to sit there and examine the life that you had and figure out how you could have made it different and live with regret. I, for one, don't want to live with regret. So I guess that was the topic of this show today. <laughs> but I think it's really important for all of us to just sit and re-examine, you know, where our life's at, what we're doing, how we spend our time, who we spend it with, how our voices are really important. The choices that we make. Because these choices, these life choices that we make, they don't just impact us. They impact others. And so we have to be smart with what we do with the time that we have. So. That's me. I'm going to hop off the soapbox now. <laughs> and... uh let me see. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, they're laughing. They're pointing. They think that... Uh, what? They think that... Oh, shut up. They think that uh, they're holier than thou over here in their little suits. Mm-hmm. So I am going to go ahead and sign off. I'm your host, Sabrina. And this has been Seeking Culture. Next time on our next show, I'm going to be talking about something cultural. Have a great, great day. Until next week, I'm Sabrina.